Right. Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the smooth, smooth Christmas episode with Lily and Kate. <laughs> Did you get your name a bit wrong? Yeah, no. I was going to say Kate first. <laughs> Link. Anyway, should we start? Mm. Yeah, so happy Christmas, guys. Welcome to the first Christmas episode we've ever done. Woo! Definitely not the last. Well, it depends how. Are we going to keep this going for a year? Yeah. Okay. And then some. Oh. But this is for the rest of our lives, Kate. Oh, fuck. Buckle up. In, in the retirement home. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to meet Lily to record the podcast this day. We're talking about catheters. <laughs> <laughs> How's your catheter been this week, Lily? I don't know why I've aged and become an Essex old woman. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a lovely festive episode of The Least of Our Problems. I'm Kate. And I'm Lily. And if you haven't been able to tell from all the subtle hints we've been dropping, this episode is about Christmas. Woo! <laughs> Santa's coming! <laughs> if you are a true Xmas lover, please do not come for us because um, those who aren't, we feel you and... This one's for you guys. So Santa, tune out now. (laughs) So the reason we thought that we would do this episode is because Christmas is a lovely, merry, happy time of the year. But for some people during this time, it's not all... Merry. Gingerbread and snow um (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck are your christmases like (laughs) gingerbread and snow (laughs) i fucking hate it (laughs) here's lily here's your gingerbread (laughs) here's your snow (laughs) you bitch Do you just get one piece of gingerbread and like how much snow do you get? You have to make it last a new year. (laughs) You can have as much snow as you like. So if this isn't your favourite time of the year or there are little, you might like Christmas in general, but there could be little pockets throughout the festive period where you kind of feel like, oh, I don't feel good or I don't feel like I should. And I think we're here to tell you that that is okay. You shouldn't feel any specific type of way during the Christmas period. You should just be allowed to have your feelings, man. So we are aware that not everyone has that picture perfect family kind of Christmas. So we're here to make you feel a tiny bit better about it. Um, Or if you just have a honestly goddamn awful family that you're being forced to spend time with. Uh, Or if you have just been banned from arguing with uncles and aunts about politics and you know the inappropriate stuff that some people say over christmas and everyone laughs off to too many red wines and if you are getting told off then i just want to say i'm proud of you for sticking up for what you believe in and for what's right so go you yeah i think that the the thing that we want to focus on is that it's it's all a bit in your face isn't it christmas it's forced merriment forced cheer lots of presents 
Yeah, I, f- I, oh, I fucking hate presents. Like, I kind of feel how Kate feels, that it is a lot of potentially forced stuff. I kind of feel more on the side of, it can be a really merry time and it can be a joyous time, but there might be some times in the whole festive period where you're going to feel a bit shit. But you still might have some periods of enjoyment. And I kind of think that's where I sit. It's not, you cannot be on cloud nine for the whole time. That's so unrealistic. Mm -hmm. I'm not moody for the whole of December. (laughs) You sure? (laughs) It doesn't get to December the 1st. I just burn some tinsel and protest. Start sprouting green fluff. (laughs) (laughs) I come from a family, very small little family, so I, I feel like for us, it's not about getting together and having big family Christmases because it's just two of us. And I saw her last week. Mm. You and your mum. Oh, yeah. My mum. <laughs> her. <laughs> mysterious the... second party and I cannot name them. So are you ready for the big day? The big Christmas? The big. Is it on the 24th? What day is Christmas? Oh, fuck off. 25th. I kind of realized that i had no money and so better kind of realized <laughs> always knew <laughs> my unconscious always knows just, i've got no money just kind of waiting for that <laughs> multi-million pound lottery drop <laughs> and my front brain sometimes forgets and it's like yes lily buy that but subconsciously i'm like you got no fucking fr- money you got no money my front brain <laughs> so in november I was like, I better start buying presents because if I don't do that in November, come December, I'll be fucking depressed because I'll have no money. So I, I've bought a lot of my presents in November. So yes, I am ready, if you like, in quotation marks for the big day, physically. Mentally, I also feel kind of ready. <laughs> Just a good. I know we said we were going to like trash talk Christmas. Um, I have decided where I'm going know what I'm doing for the day. So I kind of feel like settled in that. I think for me, it's not expecting to have the best day of your life. Yeah. And just, I'm kind of more in a position now where I'm like, do you know what, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I think it's weird, isn't it? When you're a kid, it's the most amazing day and you basically wait all year for that and your birthday. Mm -hmm. And then Easter comes third and then maybe bank holidays. That was my listing as a kid. Uh-huh. As a kid, you're like, oh, fucking wait for those bank holidays, man. <laughs> August bank holiday. Big Whoa, up. I'm going to tear it up. <laughs> I can go out on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I can eat a whole pack of Skittles. <laughs> but you anticipate it so much. And mm. then I remember going through the stage probably when I was like 14 so probably now yeah that we don't have kids so we're not that anticipation of giving the excitement or the magic to someone else isn't there but no also, one believes in santa anymore no one believes in santa mm. anymore okay so are you ready for the big day i'm actually not doing christmas this year we're boycotting it i'm actually quite taking i didn't know that capitalist i society. literally didn't know that kate's just told me that right now yeah. So I'm going to have to try and process my feelings about this in this episode. So, okay. <laughs> Why? We're just going to go to Cornwall, me, my mum, and the 
anxious dog that she's bestowed upon us mm. and swim and eat good food. So come the 25th of December, what you won't... We're going to go for a walk, go for a swim, eat macaroni cheese. Are you decorating your house? No. Is she decorating her house? Oh. I saw she had a big twig. Actually, oh, she decided that she needed to spray paint a branch that she found on a walk. And we had to carry this branch like a mile and a half. <sighs> Fucking hell. Only the biggest news on this podcast. Is that I'm Christ. not doing Christmas. Well, fucking roll it. Let's do a Christmas episode and Kate isn't doing Christmas. <laughs> well, I guess that's what you're doing on the, on well, the yeah. day. What are you doing? Well, I am waking up. I hope I'll be having some sort of stocking, but I guess I need to sort to talk to the relevant people on that. Santa, if you're listening. <laughs> and then breakfast. I need to talk to the relevant Hi, mum. This is just me, Lily, <laughs> requesting a stocking. Thank you. <laughs> hey guys just see seeing you all into this email i would like a stocking on christmas morning thanks kindly lily your daughter your 29 year old daughter sent to the whole family in the hope that one of them breakfast classic yeah classic breakfast then me and my mum we're gonna go to my auntie's where my cousins will be and then it will basically just be cook. Well, actually, what will what will really happen is my cousin Beth, she will cook and we will all help her. Right. But she will lead the cooking. My mum cannot cannot cook for shit. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> my auntie will be at work. And also I essentially invited myself for Christmas because both of my brothers are out of the country. They're going to be in Bali for Christmas. And imagine christmas without your siblings i was like that will be i will feel so depressed so i was like to my cousins i was like what are you doing for christmas <laughs> like do you want to come over i'm like yes <laughs> yes i need to actually um and then we'll just play games and that is it we do love a good game yeah i actually heard um something interesting on the radio today mm -hmm. on on a radio four radio four big up <laughs> You were gonna go, bitch. <laughs> no, really for easy listening for the over sixties. <laughs> it's actually really depressing and often I have to turn it off because it's just rolling news basically. Mm. Anyway, um, there was a woman who was on the the kitchen cabinet, ten out of ten show. Oh right, and okay, not she physically was, on the kitchen cabinet. She asked for an alternative for turkey for Christmas. Right. And the woman who was hosting the show literally goes, "What's your favorite food?" And woman said, oh, I can't. She was like, fish and chips. And she was like, have fish and chips. She's like, Christmas is about doing the things that you love, being with the people you love. Why do we force ourselves to eat dry meat that nobody really likes? So that's what me and my mum are doing. Just doing all of our favourite foods. That is adorable. And because otherwise you just eat turkey. And turkey's fucking shit. I wouldn't know. I'm a vegetarian. I yeah. guess that just makes me better than everyone else. Yeah, I, I guess it does. Just... <laughs> so, Kate, do you dress up on Christmas Day? No. 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 Yeah. Pajamas. Mm -hmm. All the way. Maybe around three o'clock, I might change from my day pajamas to my night pajamas. <laughs> but it's very much like just being in, being in, inside and being cozy, right? 
Well, some families like will fully. Have you seen? Mm. It's like oh, dressing up to go and hang out in my living room, and it's like with your nan. Is and it's like oh, you wear. I've got my Christmas sparkly dress on with tights, with tights to go and have a Bailey's with your mum and your dad and eat some dry turkey. But I don't understand why you would put tights on in your own house. Like they're so uncomfortable. Why would you wear a dress to sit on a sofa? Like please take your tights off. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, not for me either. <laughs> I do not dress up. No way. No way, no how. So are you a fan of Christmas, Lily? Do you like it? I do like Christmas. I would, I'm no way near like on the Grinch end of things. Like I feel like there's like the Grinch end and then who would be at the other end? Santa. Santa. Okay. Or Jesus. Okay. Depending on which way you're Depending looking at it. Depending on your persuasion. <laughs> the Grinch or Santa slash Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be my scale for everything. And then in the middle? Lily. 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 Yeah. Maybe that's you. Me. I'm in the middle. I feel like there, like I said earlier I feel like there can be some tough times during the festive period and you can kind of feel lonely or sad or especially like you can feel that everyone is having like a better Christmas than you are Mm -hmm. and so I think there are little pockets of sadness during the festive season that need to be recognized rather than just push down and like pretending that you're having the best time even when you're not I also think it can be quite overwhelming to spend a lot of time with a lot of people, if that isn't necessarily something that inserts, no, not inserts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if that isn't something that gives you energy. Yeah. If you get energy from spending time alone, then I can imagine the festive period hanging out with a lot of people can be draining. And mm-hmm. it can also be like frowned upon to say, I'm gonna have, is it cool if I just like go up to my room on my own? I need like an hour and I'll be right back. Yeah. And everyone's kind of looking at you like, moody fucking bitch. Like, yeah. no, not cool. Genuinely, uh, it's like you're expected to wake up on Christmas day and just be happy. But if it's a Wednesday, a normal Wednesday, you're allowed to be grumpy. Yeah. If that Wednesday is Christmas, you are not allowed to be grumpy. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And you know what? What drives me mental is people like it. Oh, why do you seem down? It's it's Christmas. Because I'm a miserable bitch, and that is my natural state. I'm not going to change for a Wednesday that someone has just named Christmas. I feel like you're way nearer the Grinch end of things than oh I am. Oh my god, very much okay. so. Okay. Um, but I often can feel quite down on myself as well because it's a lot of eating it's a lot of drinking and your self-esteem can really flop especially if you're just wearing comfy clothes the whole time and I think that being from a small family I feel a bit bad for being a Grinch because I don't want to ruin it for my mum but some of the nicest Christmases I've had have been the no pressure ones where it's like we haven't gone to see anyone we have just sat and watched it we had one where I had COVID and we watched all the Paddingtons back to back and drank Prosecco. Well, that sounds really nice. It was nice. And I mm. felt like refresh, refreshed. <laughs> oh, that sounds so <laughs> gross. I felt replenished and refreshed is what I was going for. So we did a poll of uh, how many people love Christmas. Mm. Um, the options were love it, hate it, fairly indifferent, don't celebrate. Okay. So we had... Th- 68% of people who said they love it. 5% say they hate it. 
and 26% said fairly indifferent. I also made a note on that information, thinking about whether it's a generational thing. Mm. So our grandparents, our parents, it was very much more traditional, whereas now our families are changing. Um, we've got a lot of separated parents. We've got a lot of people who have kids for from multiple different um, partners. Mm. I remember speaking to someone a few years ago and she was like, I hate Christmas because I never have either of my kids because they're always with their dad. And back in the day when that wasn't so kind of accepted, mm -hmm. you did have your whole family around you. You did have sat down and had a big family meal and it was lovely. Whereas now it's very much focused on who's got the best present, who's got the biggest family, who's the happiest, who's got the brightest lights. And maybe we've lost the traditionalness a little bit of it. And maybe that's why we had such a high percentage of people saying they're fairly indifferent. Mm. And it, I do agree with you, which shocks me because I feel like I revolt against traditionalism as a concept. But I do think you're right in this case. I feel like Christmas has got a bit lost of what it's actually supposed to be about. Jesus's birthday. Jesus's birthday. Because, <laughs> well, speaking on the thing of families, I feel like it even used to be normalized that even if you were separated, your mum and dad would still celebrate Christmas together. Because when I was younger, my parents separated when I was about one and a half. But there's a picture of me when I'm like five and I'm having Christmas with my dad at my granny's house and my mum's there. She's in the pictures. And I feel like it was more normal mm -hmm. for just to be like, Joe, it's Christmas. Let's bring, bring everyone together. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like that would be way less normalized now. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure as a kid, I love that. Mm -hmm. You know? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I do think that a lot of people have lost that traditional idea of Christmas. But I don't really know what we've put in its place. I think that's because we as the people haven't put anything in its place. I ha I have to say I do like presents, but not in like a showy offy way. I much more as I've got older prefer giving presents. Mm. And I'd like to say that is one of my skill sets is present giving. Yeah. I think keep the presents, but maybe you're <laughs> keep the presents, <laughs> keep the capitalism. <laughs> but like they have to be Get me a stocking. <laughs> For all the relevant people listening to this. Mum, I want a stocking now. <laughs> Don't know why you... You're an old man from the <laughs> south east of London. <laughs> My accent's really... South east of London. So how can you make the best of a crappy situation at Christmas? Great question, Kate. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. How can we make the best of a crappy situation? My first semi-tip is to stick with the family. If you're at a big family gathering, stick with the family members that make you feel good, that are genuinely interested in you, that care about you, that kind of have the same views as you, that aren't going to argue with you, aren't going to lure you into some sort of debate on does the NHS needs to be privatised, you know, it's I mean, have those debates if you want to, but just stick by the family members that make you feel good and don't feel pressurized to talk to everyone if they're going to mm -hmm. make you feel like shit. You don't owe anyone that. You don't owe anyone your time. That's the end of my tip. Great. Good tip. 
I think that mine, aside to that, is get outside. You can spend the whole of Christmas Day going from one overheated house to another overheated house. If you're rich, yeah. If Yeah, if you're rich. If you're coming to mine for Christmas, put an extra jumper on. <laughs> um, so even if it's just a walk around a block, just have a little bit of headspace. It, it can either be on your own or with a nice family member that you feel you can talk to. Um, but I think it's so important. It can feel really overwhelming. And especially if you are struggling with your mental health around Christmas, being outside and taking that step out can be really, really beneficial. My other tip is eat what you want to eat. Mm -hmm. Christmas can be a lot of food, potentially food that your body isn't used to, perhaps not used to digesting. Um, maybe it doesn't agree with you. Very or, rich. Yeah, extremely rich. I mean, I, I, in people's future, I see a lot of acid reflux <laughs> for the a lot of the population. Get them ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't f also on on the same note do not feel pressurized to drink if you don't want to drink and it makes you feel bad or you have crippling anxiety the next day if you do drink you don't have to toast with a prosecco you don't have to drink red wine at dinner you don't have to do anything that makes you feel bad if you want to wake up in the morning and make yourself an egg white omelet on christmas day because that makes you feel good and is not going to compromise your mental health or you know you're going to feel ill for the rest of the day to be part of christmas you don't have to take part in anything that's going to make you feel like shit basically is i think what i'm trying to say good point um my next one is kind of similar be kind to yourself so if you don't feel 100 percent, don't push yourself you don't have to plaster on a smile if the people that you're spending the day with really truly love you you could say to them actually I'm not feeling 100%. So let's get stuck in with some facts. Research conducted found that 45% of respondents dreaded the festive season. That's like almost half. So <laughs> good method. <laughs> so if you are finding it tough, you are literally not alone. So let's move on to the deep part of the episode. Woohoo. Why don't you like Christmas, Kate? So I think it's a mixture and I'd be interested obviously in a whole different universe with parallel universes mm. uh, to try this out. Um, I don't know whether I've just grown out of Christmas and because we don't have any kids in our family, like, as I said, there's not a huge amount of sparkle. Um, but also my dad died when I was 10, not at Christmas, I'll have you note, but um, it can just feel very evident that somebody isn't there when that person's dead because they're not there. <laughs> I'm trying to make that sound really deep. <laughs> Just stating the obvious. He's dead. He's not there. <laughs> Uses laughing as a coping mechanism. Story of my life. Um, so it always just feels like something is a little bit missing. Like my mum is a true hero. She collects her branches to decorate she will make all the Christmas food. She'll do it all. and But it's also hard when there's just two of you, when it's just the two of you. And obviously we have other family members, but you wake up in the morning and it's just like, oh, happy Christmas, happy Christmas. It's not that whole big family, well, hey, getting dressed up and going downstairs because it feels a bit overkill when it's just you and one other person. Mm. Um, 
I do think that without even the whole dad dad thing, I would probably still find the forced merriment difficult because that's just who I am. But then that could be trauma from the whole dead dad thing. So therapist, <laughs> if anybody wants to unpick that, feel free to send it through. That I think that makes sense. And I was just curious to know, do you do anything to remember your dad or is it just a, he's not here? Um, We're not really like that. We're not a family. I'm sure you can tell that. <laughs> um, Who do that kind of stuff we don't like commemorate his birthday my mum um will we'll sometimes text each other at like 4 p.m on his birthday like oh shit happy dad's birthday to you um mm. we're kind of people who constantly talk about him or he's constantly just thought about uh so it's not like we sit there and raise a toast <laughs> to it other than after my dad died my grandparents both died quite quickly after as well and the year after they all died, my cousin, so I was about, must have been about 14. Mm. So my cousin was about 10 and he was going through a very religious stage. Um, and we were sat around the Christmas table and he, we were just about to eat. And he deadly seriously raised his glass and goes, to those who are not with us. <laughs> and it was the sweetest thing ever. But also I almost spontaneously combusted from holding in my laughter um, because just my dad was not that kind of person. Um, but it's really tough when you've lost a parent and it's really tough when you've got any kind of missing family members, I guess. Um, but no, we don't do anything particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see how that would not feel very merry. Yeah, and I, it's really nice. So now my partner's family, they're very into Christmas. So maybe in the future we might spend a Christmas with them and that might be very different um but yeah i think we've just got a lot of dead family members <laughs> it's not it's not very wild so what don't you like about christmas well i think after dead dad mine's gonna sound <laughs> extremely futile i didn't get a stocking <laughs> i woke up one morning and i was bereft <laughs> however my parents split up when i was like one and a half so and I guess since then Christmases for me have always been kind of stressful I guess so I have big families on both sides mm -hmm. so there's a lot of people to fit in like huge amounts of uncles and aunts cousins a lot going on and I did the you know the classic that everyone does one year with dad one next year with mum but then I got to the age where I could choose oh and that's when it started getting quite stressful yeah um quite an agonizing process how old were you when you when you started choosing i reckon 14 15 it's quite a young age isn't it to make you choose not make you i'm sure it's not like the hunger games <laughs> but <laughs> do you know what i mean it's it's quite a difficult decision for a 14 year old to make and there's also this once you've made the decision the the run up to Christmas you're like oh my god have I made the right decision and the thing for me is so I have two brothers but they are only my brothers through my mum and we have different dads so when I see my dad on Christmas I am missing my brothers and for me I think that's the main thing that makes Christmas really hard for me so 
when I'm at my dad's without my brothers, I kind of feel like a bit lost. Yeah. And I'll see my cousins with their siblings and it will just make me feel so sad, like really, really sad. Um, And I'll see them like with their siblings, like sharing inside jokes or stealing each other's chocolates or my favorite thing to do, lightly bullying each other. (laughs) And it it makes me feel really lonely. And like, I don't have my pack of people with me on Christmas. Yeah. Um, Like I'm just like a lone little wanderer and that can really get me. But then I don't feel that way when I'm with my mum and with my brothers because... Do you feel the guilt for not seeing your dad? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, again, hard because I'm really close with my granny and granddad and, like, my uncles and aunts and stuff on my dad's side. But there's just something about siblings... Yeah, that it's like a very I think personally Christmas is a very sibling coded event. Yeah. And if you're used to waking up every morning with your brothers or brothers and sisters when they're suddenly not there, it can be really, really tough. And this year I was kind of thinking like, fuck, like, what the hell am I going to do? Both my brothers are going to be in Bali. Like, God. It's like, going to be quite a, a new one for you. We'll yeah. have to check back in. Yeah. And let in you know the new how it year. goes. Um, so that I do it is quite stressful coming from a split family and having like I was just going through my calendar and from the 25th up until the 30th I have a family event every single day and I'm super grateful to have such a big family and it is a blessing and there's so many people with loads of different life styles that life advice there's so many different people with life experience so many different people to talk to but it can, for me, I'm definitely the type of person that gets energy from spending time alone. Yeah. So it can become quite stressful. I also think that there's, from speaking to friends who have similar setups, there's so much guilt surrounding it of, am I giving each person equal amounts of energy and effort, which you wouldn't do any other month of the year. You wouldn't spend February bouncing to and from. Mm. So it's really tough. And actually, I've I've spoken to my mom about this like a few years ago. And we were like, maybe we should just give energy to people throughout the year. And then when it comes to Christmas, you're not going to feel that guilt. Mm -hmm. We tried. I don't know how well we did. (laughs) And I actually have to say, I love the fact that Christmas is about getting together. Because I do love it when all my family come together and we're playing Articulate and we're laughing our heads off. Yeah. But when I see like I'm the only one moving from my dad to my mum and all my stuff is in a suitcase yeah it just makes you feel a bit like Christmassy. yeah and it's, it makes you feel like you don't have a home even yeah. though you know you have two yeah so, yeah i hear that so what two things would you cancel during the festive period if you could so number one coming in hot is being forced to hug weird estranged men in your family and feeling really uncomfortable about it can I, because this is quite similar to mine. Mm-hmm. Can we asterisk the men and just anyone? <laughs> because I just, I fully agree with it. And also that polite conversation of like having to catch up over a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I ask about last weekend or do I ask about last January? Like, If I have to fill you in on like the course of my year of, you don't know me. Yeah. I don't want to hug you. Like you, yeah. And I, why or i i that honestly i fucking hate that 
Like, don't do you know what I also me. really, really hate? It's not just a Christmas thing. It is a, a predominantly male thing. Classic. <laughs> Full frontal kissing. That wasn't what I thought you were going to say. So if I was to kiss a female friend, like a welcome, it would be cheek to cheek. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Men feel that it is okay to put a smacker on the side of your face. Mm. I, I do not want your saliva touching me unless you are my boyfriend or a dog. Um, so my one is all Christmas food. I think it's the deadest food can i just say that's such a rogue comment from someone who fucking loves cheese okay keep the cheese have a cheese board but i have a cheese board midweek sometimes (laughs) (laughs) i treat myself (laughs) christmas pudding shit christmas cake shit turkey shit stuffing unless it's really good fatty shit mince pies shit pigs and blankets are the only thing i would keep and potentially the roasties, if they're done well. Roast potatoes aren't exclusively for Christmas. No, though, so that's why I'm I'm unbothered about them. Yeah. Rest of it, fuck off. All right. My second one is opening presents with everyone staring at you. Yes. I, I could love the present, right? It could be exactly what I wanted, what I wrote with my email to my mum. Please get me this Charlotte Tilbury highlighter. It could be exactly the present I wanted. But when like, there's like 20 people staring at you opening this one present and you're like, right, I'm going to have to do my best ever surprised, amazed, grateful face. And I just feel like no matter how much effort I put into that, I just don't, I'm not convincing. I'm not authentic because I'm trying to look authentic. It's it's like a paradigm. It's genuinely the worst thing. And then I sometimes like will go red and that, and I'm like, there's so many people looking at me. And then I'm like, do I have to now get up? And try and make my way across the assault course of like mini cheddars and wrapping paper on the floor to like get to this person and like hug them and you know be like fucking thank you for that present you know or can I just blow a kiss to them is that all right is that enough Yeah, I hear that. That's a really really good one. So, so one in five people have reported that the pressure of Christmas is just too much and the build up starts from literally in November following through to the new year it's just christmas is becoming one big commercial holiday that lasts for six to eight months do you know when i actually think it starts black friday people start talking about it as soon as um bonfire night is over yes (laughs) as soon as lily's (laughs) birthday is done we all become obsessed with christmas (laughs) because next to jesus lily comes second (laughs) i'm a scorpion Scorpio man I am spicy (laughs) okay so let's finish on a positive note so what is your favorite Christmas thing I really like matching Christmas pajamas have you got them I knew you were gonna roll your eyes I didn't roll my (laughs) eyes I involuntarily rolled your eyes I moved my eyes from one side of the room to the other (laughs) I have got matching Christmas pajamas this year. With your partner? Yeah. Do you sleep in them? No, fuck. Who, no. So you just wear them in the day? Yeah. Like, so you will never wear these pajamas? When you get like home from work. I don't wear pajamas to bed. You wear pajamas to bed to well, sleep I in? Well, I have pajamas and I will 
predominantly wear them to bed. But like a full leg. Like I have a pair of pajamas that I wear to bed. I don't just fold, wear them in the day and then go, oh, okay, time for bed. Better change into my other clothes. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't wear anything on my legs. Right. <laughs> anyway, this isn't the point. But mainly articulate. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Cheese. The cheese. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what else? Like genuinely a good cheese board on Christmas Day will bat any present out of the arena so what's your favorite family tradition that you have i love this one so it's known in my family that my mum cannot cook so every single year well okay not whenever we go to my aunties we all try and bring something and it's like you'll be in charge of drinks you'll be in charge of um the side dishes etc etc my mum is always always asked me like Emily, it's all right if you just bring the cheese or do you just want to buy a pudding from the supermarket? You know, don't put too much effort into it. If you could just buy something from a supermarket. That's, pretty, that's a pretty big <laughs> legacy that she's that bad at cooking. But it's even funnier because she just won't admit it. She won't admit that she's bad at cooking. She's like, I can cook a HelloFresh. And I'm like, a two-year-old could cook a HelloFresh. She doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? No, and she doesn't. So we can just roast the <laughs> shit out of her and she'll never hear Ah, uh, see, my mum <laughs> listens and then literally texts me the next day. Like, these are all the things I'm annoyed at you about. <laughs> so I love that. What about you? We play a game on Boxing Day. Mm. It's called The Twirl. And when I say game, it's in the loosest sense of a game. Right. So you literally have this board with a spinner thing right and it my great 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 granddad made it and it's been handed down through the generations and what we do is we put shit gifts around the side like in a circle put the thing in the middle the twizzler yeah and then you just go from youngest to oldest and you twizzle it and you and you win like some rubber bands and we can spend at least an hour doing that that sounds quite fun and then people like trade their stuff. So you can trade your rubber bands for like some chocolate. So we would just like to say through all of that, I hope some of that made sense. Um, <laughs> <Some> <laughs> please, <victims>. Jesus. <laughs> but this time of year can be really tough. And I just want to say personally that if you try and focus on you and the right family members and block out others' expectations of what you should do, and just make an effort to make time for things that bring you happiness. And I just kind of think, how depressing would it be if we didn't have Christmas? And there were no lights outside. There was no big inflatable snowman on driving on your way to work. You're like, oh, that's a big inflatable snowman. I just think, it, you know, it would be just grey and soulless. And Christmas markets are fun. And I know it can be tough time. And underneath the commer commercialization. And seeing you're like one awful homophobic Tory family member is like a big, big downer. But if you can focus on the right things, it can be quite warming if you find your groove. I just wanted to say as well that, yes, I probably sound like a Grinch. I do enjoy the little festivities. It is fun. But also, I think that people really underestimate how shit other people can feel during it. So... Even if you are a Christmas lover and you think that this is the best time of year, remember that maybe other people don't always feel the same and might not want to have it blasted in their face. 
But also, maybe just take, if you see someone feeling a bit sad, go, you okay? Do you want some cheese? (laughs) A.K.A. you. (laughs) If you could all bring me some cheese, I'd be forever thankful. Extra points if you're wearing a sexy panda outfit. (laughs) And have a friend for Lily. No, that sounds like a threesome. That sounds like... Okay, so now to everyone's favourite part of the week. It is what's hot and what's not. Are we making our own jingles now? Yeah, we're good enough, baby. (laughs) My hot this week, they're both festive. So my hot this week is Lego advent calendars. Okay. Full stop. Cool. I didn't even know they existed until this year. Do you have one? Oh, you better believe I have one. Is it the little people that's inside? You get to build every single day. Every day is a building day. You, they're like quite chunky. I have a Harry Potter one. Yeah. Oh, they're themed. Yeah, so you can have like a Star Wars one, Harry Potter one. And so far we've got Hermione, Ron, Harry, obviously. The little anything from the trolley. Like, it's... Fantastic. Yeah. What's your hot? My hot is funny Christmas jumpers. Like if you have a pun on your Christmas jumper, I'm down. Also, I like grown men wearing them around the supermarket, just doing their weekly syrup. I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Carry on. So what is your not hot? I love the cans of mini cheddars. For me, they're like a Christmas festive staple. So I was in Sainsbury's the other day and I bought some took them home and I was like eating them and I was like these just feel like soulless like someone's taken a mini cheddar and like done an exorcism on it and it's lost all its like soul basically and I turned <laughs> it over and it was like mini cheddars 30% less fat I don't understand taking the fat out of something to make it taste disgusting no so what about you festive leggings what do you mean Ugh. what I'm not down with is some woman or man shoving their legs into a Rudolph-themed pair of leggings. Just wear normal trousers, get a nice jumper. Why does Christmas clothing have to be shit? Why can't we do classy Christmas clothing? Raw. <laughs> Raw. Darling. <laughs> but like, most of it looks like it could ping off at any point. Do you have a confession? I have a confession and now is the time to confess it. Okay. So it again is Christmas themed. Ooh. So a couple of years back when I was still with my boyfriend, we were traveling to my dad's for Christmas, which is about an hour away. Yep. Um, however, on Christmas Eve, there's this thing in our town where everyone goes to this one pub on the sea and it's cu- almost like a mini reunion and everybody has that yeah everyone has that and it was this year was like just particularly good like you know when all the right people show up and none of the dickheads show up and yeah. my two brothers were there and it was just like reunion after reunion like we were having such a good time got absolutely fucked like so drunk 
Woke up the next morning and we were like, shit, we have to drive an hour to get to my dad's and we have to be there in time for Christmas dinner, which was like a a lunchtime vibe. So we're driving and luckily it's cross country and we were like looking at each other and we were like, are you feeling ropey? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty ropey. (laughs) It was like, should we pull over? Yeah, we better pull over. Just pull over like in this field. And kind of looked at each other like, we know exactly what's about to happen. Got both got out of the car, sick, like oh. so sick, threw up everywhere, got back in the car. You know, like when you're feeling so bad, it's just complete silence. Like not even the radio was on. You're just both sweating. Yeah. <laughs> just sat there in the car, like holding onto my seat, like <laughs> just have to get through this. But of course, my stepmom and dad have prepared this amazing <laughs> Christmas dinner. And... I just remember showing up at the door and her being like, it's ready. Oh. And us being like, we must, we must soldier through this. <laughs> we must, we must eat. And just sitting at that dining room table being like, so grateful that you've cooked us dinner, but Jesus Christ, I've just thrown up the entire contents of my stomach. Oh, And I'm like quivering, but obviously we couldn't let away that we were hungover because they'd spent hours and hours cooking <laughs> I think you can be resolved of that sin. We've all done it. Yeah. So that is the end of the episode, guys. I hope you managed to find something this Christmas that brings you a little bit of joy, even if it's... And well, especially... Cheese. cheese. I hope you find some cheese. Um, No, I, I do as well. And I hope that even if it isn't the best season, you make it through and you come out of the other end... And you just know that there's two people here who might have also struggled a little bit. Over yeah. It. And if you're feeling lost, you can just listen to us and we'll be here. Fa la 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 la. Okay, goodbye. Bye, guys. Love Happy you. Christmas. <laughs>